Hello and welcome to the show. Thank you everyone for listening and don't forget to share this podcast with your friends and sharing it with your return missionaries. My guest today is a convert to the church. She served her mission in Virginia just a short time after she became a member of the church and her stories are fascinating and I hope they are a treat to you as they were for me. She's wonderful. She's awesome. She's very, very kind and sweet. Please give it up for Michaela Wybie. You are listening to The Life of a Missionary, a podcast that dives into the experiences of former missionaries of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. My name is Enrique Nunez, and I will be your host for the journey of these mission stories from all over the world. Thanks for tuning in. Three, two, one. All right, we're live. Um, well, thank you for coming to the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. It feels weird saying the show because it's not really a show yet. I mean, I have a few episodes out, but it's, it still feels weird. <laughs> but thank you. Yeah. Uh, so you were telling me you were born and raised in Boise. Yes. You served in Virginia, yes, correct? Yes, Chesapeake, Virginia. Chesapeake. We had somebody serve in Virginia as well. I can't even remember the mission now. Probably Richmond, maybe? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so my mission since has been, I don't know what the word is, but it's no longer there. So it went okay. to Richmond and I think Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. So yeah. it just got, uh, I don't remember the word for right? it Right? I always forget what I'm it is. I say disintegrated. That's not yeah, right. Yeah, something like, it's, I know it <laughs> dissolved? starts with the D. Dissolved, oh, yeah. I think. Sounds right. Something like that. Yeah. Dang, that's too bad. Yeah, it's so all it no right, longer though. exists. Yeah. How long ago did you serve? I've been home for two and a half years. Okay, so it was just recent that yes. they did that. Yeah. That's too bad. Yeah, it was only a mission for about six years, I think. And I was actually able to serve under both mission presidents. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. You went right in the middle. Yep. <laughs> so how was the change of climate? How was the change of culture, the change of food, everything from here you know, in the, in the West side of of the, of the States to over there. Yeah. The climate was very, that was a huge shock for me because (laughs) it's so dry here. And then over in Virginia and my mission also covered North Carolina. So in that area, it's so, so humid. We actually like would take showers in the middle of the day. Like when we went home for lunch, we Mm -hmm. would take showers because we were just drenched in sweat and during the summertime. Yeah. I'm guessing you guys had cars. Yes, we did. And Mm -hmm. still, yeah. Something that I don't like about the cars is that you're getting in and out, in and out, mm-hmm. and I, I get lightheaded. Oh, really? Well, I used to get lightheaded when oh, I was on man. on my mission because I was in Vegas. Okay. So that was it's dry, but it's really hot. So getting out of the air conditioned car to a, to the heat, back to the air conditioned car to the heat, it's just ugh. yeah, totally. I'd rather just be in one for a long period of time. Yeah. But I don't know if you got that or anything. I didn't, luckily. I always felt, especially during the summertime, I felt so bad for the missionaries who had to bike around because mm-hmm. it's just so, so hot and so ugh, sticky. I felt like it was sticky because we were all <laughs> yeah. sweating so much. You but. never got used to it? No, not really. Year and a half and didn't get used to it? Mm-mm. I got <laughs> home and it was really nice. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah. What what year or what uh, timeline did you leave at? So I left in January of 2016, okay. and then I got home in June of 2017. Okay. So in January, it appears pretty hot, or pretty cold, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> pretty cold. Um, Does it get cold down there? It does, yes. Okay. And the cold, because it's so humid, just goes straight through your yeah. jacket, so it was like bone chilling almost. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah. 
That's too bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I don't do well in the extreme cold, so it, it was a little rough. But you ever been to Rexburg? I have not. <laughs> no, and I don't think I ever want to I've, go. <laughs> I've heard of it. That's bad. Yeah. I have friends there, and they just look like they're going to freeze to death all the time. It sounds miserable. Yeah. It does not sound fun. Yeah. I had a friend who served in Pocatello, Ooh. and it was pretty bad there, too. I bet. But... I actually didn't want to serve in Boise because of that. <laughs> really? So we did got, you serve your mission here? No, I served in Vegas. Okay. Duh. I yeah. totally spaced out. That's okay. <laughs> no, my friend served in, in Pocatello. And when I was receiving my mission calls, like, I don't want to serve somewhere cold. Yeah. And they sent me to Vegas where it gets to 120 degrees. There you go. It worked out. <laughs> kind of. During the winter, it gets kind of cold. It gets down to uh, probably freezing temperature. Oh, yep. Well, mid 30s low 30s and that's that's as cold as it gets but when you're biking it's it's bad oh i'm so glad i never had to bike (laughs) honestly so glad it's not too bad i i always felt more like a missionary than than in car but Mm -hmm. that's just me (laughs) um let's see you served a few years ago how many well i guess I, i don't know if you would know but would there be any difference between your mission and like a few missionaries before you in, in mission wise like because i know they just changed the white handbook oh they did yeah i didn't know that <laughs> um like you had tablets right or phones? no we didn't so we had phones but we had like slide up phones they were oh, okay. pretty old school and then they got facebook and ipads like I want to say like almost a year after I left. Okay. So I never had any of that. We had the paper area books and everything. You, did you have the planners? Mm-hmm. Sheesh. Yes. <laughs> Nobody has had planners for the longest time now. Yeah. I like, I look at missionaries now and I'm like, it just seems so different. Yeah. Yeah. I think everybody's biased with what they have mm-hmm. because the missionaries now say they can't go without the phone. And I think, well, the phone will be nice, but I like the planners. Yeah. You know, I like that you can write and you can do it in real time and mm-hmm. do whatever you want to them. Yeah. As for the phones, they're nice because they're quick, but then you have to like wait to download. You have to wait mm-hmm. till it loads. It's like, eh. Yeah. I feel like I like that I served when I did because I don't, I think social media and everything, how they're on social media now, I think that would have been a huge distraction for me. Really? Why yeah. is that? I don't know. I feel like I would have been really tempted to just chat with friends and stuff mm. like that on a day that's not P-Day because I know they're on Messenger and stuff a lot to talk to people. I feel, yeah, I'm just grateful I served when I did. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, it's it's definitely a tough temptation. And I want, yeah. I mean, I, I'm assuming that there are a lot of missionaries that do do that. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not supposed to. <laughs> yeah. But we're kids. Right, exactly. We're, we're babies. Um, how old were you when you went? 19 okay so yep. you took advantage of that yes sweet and i had only been a member for a year and a half when i left oh so you're a convert yes awesome it was all very very new we're gonna have to talk about that Definitely. <laughs> i didn't know that yeah so how did that come about uh so growing up in boise I had a lot of friends that were members and i always kind of gravit- gravitated more towards people who were lds just being friends with them and Soon enough, before I knew it, it was right before my senior year in high school when my friends really took the leap and invited me. Nice. Yeah. So did you, did you meet with the missionaries? Mm-hmm. Cool. I did. How was that experience? It was interesting. Uh-oh. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> um, I met with sister missionaries. There okay. were three of them, and they were absolutely fantastic. But 
I think I didn't. I when I was asked if I wanted to meet with the missionaries, I had no idea what that meant. Oh. And so at first I said no because I was like, I don't know what you're going for. Um, and then my friends kept asking, so I was like, okay, yeah, we can do that. So I did, and I had no idea what to expect. Interesting. Yeah. So we we tell our friends or we tell everybody to to talk to our friends about the missionaries, but with this, it's like sometimes they don't even know what that is. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you have to dissect it. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I So I had gone on a youth conference trip with a friend a couple months, I like two months prior to meeting with the missionaries. Mm-hmm. So I had known like a little bit about the gospel, but yeah. Like I said, I had no idea what I was getting into with meeting. <laughs> that sounds bad, but like no, with that's, meeting that's with totally the missionaries, fine. I had no idea. Yeah. So seeing the missionaries, because I, I have a different perspective as well. And, but for you in your position, seeing the missionaries as a convert and then being a missionary, how, how did that help you with your mission? Hmm. I think it just gave me um, the opportunity. I felt like having had that experience when I met with people, I wanted to give them like kind of an idea of what they were going to be learning or what our meetings were going to be Mm. like before we started that way they weren't in a sense like blindsided that way they knew what was coming that's cool yeah yeah that's that's neat um i think a lot of of the members who are born into the church assume that everybody knows who they are Mm -hmm. not everybody but they just go into the lessons like hey we're gonna teach you right here right now yeah boom here it is but that is a different perspective that that makes sense because there's people who who've seen missionaries, but they don't really know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So especially, I'm guessing up down over there in the east. Yeah. Because the church isn't as big over there. It's really not, and we always got asked if we did the exact same thing as the elders did. Mm-hmm. So that was always it. Always kind of shocked people that we did the exact same thing, but even baptized, right? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yep. What what have you heard of that new? Uh, that new thing they did about the baptisms, like the witnesses and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anybody can, anybody who's been baptized can be a witness. Yeah. I heard about that. Like, I went, it's so cool. I went to a baptism the other day for someone in my ward and it was, his siblings were up there. It was just really cool yeah. to see it change. Yeah. Everybody was really into like the sisters being able to be witnesses. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's cool. But the same, I'm, I'm thinking of like, a missionary perspective of, of the people you baptize. Yeah. And especially with friends and with siblings and stuff where yes. if a friend brings in somebody and helps them be baptized, it's like, mm-hmm. Hey, I can be your witness now. And yeah. I thought, cause I baptized a little 10 year old. Oh, how and it's cool. like, imagine his brother, his 12 year old brother being a witness. That would have been so cool. Like that would have been sweet. Yeah. <laughs> but it's all right. Yeah. I think I, I like the changes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of people who don't like the changes in the church at this point in time. Yeah. They'll come around hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> um, cause you're pretty new. So you haven't really been lifelong member. No, not at all. So you've been member for four, no, about five years, five years. Okay. Yep. So everything's still pretty new. All these changes are still like yeah. fresh. Sometimes they'll change something. Like I know there's things that have been changed in the temple and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> right. I'm sitting there. I'm like waiting for something big and, I mean, it's all in the wording, and sometimes I feel like I don't catch it. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, people who've been 
members for a long time have seen so many changes Mm -hmm. and it's taken a long time yeah so when i went to the temple there was this video that they showed an old video okay um and apparently that was the video for like 20 years or something whoa yeah so it had never changed yeah so when i went in 2012 (laughs) Mm -hmm. um it looked old it looked like it was from like the 80s oh jeez. um and then when I was on my mission, they changed it to the three videos, mm-hmm. the newer ones. And then when I came home, well, I guess I was already here in Boise, but they changed it to just the slideshows. And I was like, what? Right? That's yeah. crazy. They're just making it shorter and shorter. Mm-hmm. So it's good. Yeah. I kind of like the shorter. It gives me less of an opportunity <laughs> to kind of get distracted almost. Or fall asleep. Yep. That's <laughs> what I was going for. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's normal. Yeah. There's a, there's a guy that. We went to the mission or we went to the temple with on the mission and he just sat down in his seat, like just slouching. Oh, no. Right at the right at the start. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, everybody's going to fall asleep anyway. Like, I'm just getting ready. Oh, my. I'm just <laughs> like, that's <"Dude."> funny. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. But yeah, I have I have a hard time staying awake. I do, too. I really do. I've only tr- like fallen into a deep sleep like one time and i think i snored a little and woke myself up and yeah. i was like yikes okay <laughs> that's embarrassing <laughs> yeah super embarrassing well because i worked at the temple for two years mm-hmm. so different temples but when i was officiating when i was at the front um it was very difficult to to stay awake like oh, you I have bet. to yeah you have to stay awake because if you miss it it's like uh, you embarrassing it. <laughs> yeah because you have to stand up you have to sit down stand up. and obviously you don't fall asleep when you're standing up yeah but it's when the video's playing and you're not doing anything mm-hmm. and it's all dark and you just like doze off. Yep. Like, whoa. Oh, man. It's rough. <laughs> yeah, that does sound rough. Oof. What was the closest temple to you, to your mission? Oh, I don't know how many hours away it was, but it would have been the Richmond. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a few hours. Yeah. Um, Do you guys ever go? Mm-mm. Oh, no. That sucks. Yeah. That's I was bummed. <laughs> Super bummed. But... Well, something that I mentioned in, in another episode, um, our mission president was really, he was cool about us going to the temple, mm-hmm. but then after a while, people started abusing it. Uh, and then um, he said, you know what? No more. We're only going when the mission goes. Because uh, it was on the other mission, but it was like a like a 30-minute drive. Yeah, I think something like that happened with ours, too. I just heard rumors that that's why we couldn't go anymore, because people were oh. not using it not using the opportunity as they should and i just realized i said the richmond temple that's the one they're building now but the temple that we were in the district for was i think dc oh wow yeah that's kind of far mm-hmm. sheesh it's yep. all stayed over yeah <laughs> so it was either that one or one of the ones in north carolina okay mm-hmm. just depending on where you were at in the mission at that point would have been it, the closest but it didn't really matter oh no Mm-mm. that's still hours away that's too bad yeah Man, what'd you guys do for fun on P-Days and stuff? Hmm. In Virginia, there was quite a bit to do. So there was a lot of history there. Right. And so there were like, I was never in the areas with a lot of like the U.S. history places, but there were a lot of lighthouses and we were able to go to the beach like once a transfer if we were, so there was a zone like called Virginia Beach and if you were in that zone, you could go once a transfer to watch the sunrise. So that hmm. was always super fun. We would go and yeah, really just kind of would shop around and 
I don't really remember anymore. What? Yeah. <laughs> Shop around. Um, you guys went swimming? No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. No, I'm just kidding. There was a there was a guy from the Marshall Islands that served that their water went out. And oh, my gosh. So the, the island he served in was like a C-shape. Okay. And so the mission president said it was okay to bathe in the inside of the island. Okay. So they would Whoa. go in and they'd... they'd clean themselves in the ocean but like that's as close as i got to swimming like that's that's pretty crazy. close like you got to be in the ocean that's so cool i, I would have just like right just Oops, dove in and for a bit. here we oh, are I <laughs> <laughs> totally but, no that's a lot of discipline mm-hmm. um, i don't think i would have been able to do it yeah and the water was so we could go up to like the mid calf okay in the water and the water was so warm so that made it like i really wanted to just like jump in right because i wasn't used to warm ocean water interesting yeah you're always going over there to the pacific Uh (laughs) uh-huh yep (laughs) do you you go over there a lot not say that way mm, like once every couple of years so not terribly often okay where do you go um we usually go on the oregon coast okay Mm -hmm. i gotta go that way yeah it's beautiful i think this is honestly the furthest west i've ever been really Mm mm-hmm I've never been to the th- those three states. Gotcha, yeah. I gotta go to all of them. Do it. I heard there's a lot of good food in Washington. I haven't been to Washington state. much. Yeah. There's a lot of like street food and stuff. Okay, heck yeah. Then I gotta go too. And then there's a there's a gum wall. I have heard about that. That's gross to me. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Yeah. You wouldn't put your gum on there? No, I mean, I, uh, I don't know because I feel like in the act of putting my gum on there, I'd end up accidentally touching other pieces of gum and I just, mm-mm. no chance. <laughs> nope. Gross. <laughs> I'd like to, I'd like to visit it. I don't know why, but I don't know. What else did you guys do? Um, I guess, did you have any other things like that in Virginia? Kind of like the gum wall. Hmm. Well, there was this place called Mount Trashmore that oh. used to be like essentially a dump. And then they, built over it and now it's like a park <laughs> oh it's reclaimed uh-huh. that's what they call it kind of gross yep <laughs> hey, did you ever, did you, <laughs> did you ever watch that video no the reclaimed video Mm-mm. it's uh we used a lot of um not social media but a lot of the videos that the church put out gotcha and so there was a talk that about that mm-hmm. where if somebody if you go to a park and you just start digging to this specific park that the guy was talking about he's gonna build like um dig up his trash because that used to be a dump and they put you know they made it nice and they made it a park and they reclaimed it that's what it's called okay so there's a story of like that we're dirty and blah 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 and we sin and then we gotta repent and then we become reclaimed okay that's cool cool little spin on it yeah we used to watch the mormon when they used to be called mormon uh videos Mm -hmm. for fun (laughs) yep that was our fun i love that totally but yeah that's what we would do on P days, if our companions were taking too long for mm-hmm. emails, we would just watch Mormon videos. Yeah. It's really sad. <laughs> the life of a missionary. <laughs> hey, that's the name of the podcast. Yep. <laughs> um, did you guys use the la- libraries over there for for uh for emailing? Email? Yep, we did. Did you guys line up at the, in the in the morning when they opened up? There were never lines <gasps> when we went, so that was nice. What? Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, our our libraries were packed. Really? Yeah, they, everybody would just like stand in the in the entrance waiting oh, for them to open. Dang. 
Yeah. I was lucky in a couple areas. We were able to email like in the church building if there was a family history center. But then sometimes we would have to wait for the elders to be done if we forgot to communicate times. And But it all worked out. It was nice. I liked emailing in the church building more. Really? Mm-hmm. More private? Yeah. I could chat with my companion and didn't feel like I was being disruptive. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. How did you handle your Skype visits? So that was a little tough for me. My parents are separated. Okay. And so luckily my mission presidents, everyone would get an hour to talk to their families but i got 40 minutes with each set of parents so that was super nice it it was always a little rough skyping home for me i know a lot of people really enjoyed it but my parents didn't really understand what i was doing Uh. um i think they really tried to but it was hard to explain sometimes um my mom, I think, understood it more than my dad a little bit, but they were both so, so supportive, so I was super grateful. And I think my mom understood more than my dad did because she was meeting with the missionaries at the oh. time, so she kind of like had an idea of their day-to-day so she could compare it. Yeah. So I think that had a lot to do with it. Did she become one of those mission moms where she was like, my daughter's on a mission yes. right now. <laughs> yeah, she... Like, look, here's a picture. <laughs> uh-huh, she would go to the libraries on some Mondays and just chat with the missionaries. So oh, she loves missionaries. That's cool. It was great. We would have that all the time. My mom would do that all the time. Really? And she'd be like, yeah, here's the picture of my son. He's on a mission. And yep. they're always like, ugh. Cool. We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I think that's probably how some of them felt too. <laughs> Like, it's not like for me, if people were to say that, I'd be like, awesome, I'll have them on when they come back. Right. Yeah. But other than that, it's like, I don't really care. It's like, cool. <laughs> yep. I mean, it's super special for them and it's super special for the parents. Yeah, exactly. Um, But that's about it. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite, my mom's favorite thing to do would people would talk about members of the church and she'd be like, yeah, my daughter's a Mormon. She's one of them. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so she still does that sometimes, but that's funny. funny. She's funny. Where does she live? So she lives here in Boise. Okay. We live up by the mall. Oh, sweet. Yeah. You talk to her? Mm-hmm. You teach her? So she actually almost got baptized when I got home from my mission. Mm-hmm. In fact, um, right before I got released, she I was able to teach her with the missionaries. So, Whoa. right? Super cool experience. The last lesson I taught on my mission was my mom. Nice. So that was awesome. And yeah, she ended up not getting baptized, but... I totally have faith she will one day. Yeah. Yeah. The, plant, the, the seeds are planted. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Well, that's such an interesting concept where people don't aren't baptized right away, mm-hmm. um, but they feel it. They feel the spirit. Absolutely. And they, they see the difference that, that the gospel makes in people's lives. Mm-hmm. I actually, so I bought my mom a quad before I left on my mission. Nice. And she found it like two days ago and she was like, I found my scriptures. I'm going to start reading them again. So I tried not to like overreact, but I was like, okay, cool. Let me know if you have questions. But because she's one of those people where if I feed into it a ton, she kind of backs off. Oh. So I tried to play it cool as much as I could. You but were I was super excited. I was stoked. So I don't <laughs> think I did that well. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Just I was like, it. okay, Michaela, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, well, how, how did you go about going on your mission then? So I, right after I got baptized, I called my aunt on my drive home 
And she asked me, she was like, so now that you're Mormon, are you going to go on a mission? And I hadn't thought of it. And I just said yes. So after that, I was like, okay, we've got to think about that. And it felt so right. Just like that. Yeah. And so that was kind of my decision. It just started with her asking if I was going to. And then, yeah, it all fell into place. Wow. Well, what was the process of you going? Because with most... With most members, their parents help them out or the ward helps them out mm-hmm. to, to go. So There was a lot of help from my ward and my stake okay. in getting me to go. That's awesome. Yeah. That's freaking sweet. Mm-hmm. It so was fantastic. To go. Yeah. Wow. So what was your reaction when you received your mission your mission call? It just, there were, oh, there were like 40 people there when I opened my, Whoa. there was a lot of people and I just was so excited. I my mom started crying immediately. She was so happy for me. And just seeing how proud she was of me, I was like, okay, I'm ready to do this. Sweet. Yeah. That's that's a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, yeah. That's really cool. I, like, it's it must be difficult for her because she, she's pr- she was proud of you back then, but at the same time, she probably didn't really know what was happening. Oh, yeah. She totally had no idea, but... I remember leaving from the airport and just crying. I was like, I'm going to miss you so much. And she just, she was like, no, this is where you're supposed to be. We'll miss each other, but I'll see you when I see you. That's cool. And it was super cool for me. Did, yeah. you, did you fly out to Provo? Mm-hmm. Oh, from here? Yeah. So I flew to Provo and one of the missionaries who taught me picked me up from the airport. What? Right? This is, it was so cool. So she picked me up. And then we hung out for a couple of days and we got to go do a session together at the temple. Oh, nice. And she leaned over to me during the session and she said, this is what you do it for. You do it for moment like moments like these are where you realize it all paid off. Yeah. And she just told me how happy she was there to be there with me and then took me to the MTC. And that's so cool. Yeah. Dang, that's nice. Yeah. That's freaking sweet. <laughs> I was so grateful to have that experience with her. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. And it's awesome because not a lot of us will see those moments. Right, yeah. We will baptize somebody and we will kind of just go away forever. Yep. But for her to be there for you, that's awesome. Yeah. Let's see. Okay, so you got dropped down at the MTC. Mm-hmm. Oh, then how was that? Because that's a culture shock in itself. That was crazy. Um, I had a super incredible companion in the mtc i love her a ton and we were we served in the same mission so we just saw each other a lot we when we were learning about the lessons and role playing and stuff i think that's really when it became real to me in the sense of it made me realize how much i didn't know mm-hmm. because i mean i had only been a member for a year and a half yeah. i had no idea what i was getting into and i know a lot of people feel like that as well and just in practicing teaching stuff, I felt like I was constantly learning something new and I'd be like, okay, I've never heard that before. And I think that kind of sums up the first like six months of my mission. (laughs) Me being like, wait a second, what? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. For sure. That's awesome. I think that's the best way to learn as a convert is to just jump in there. Mm -hmm. If they have the opportunity to just jump in there, serve a mission, and you learn so fast. Absolutely. And the thing is like, even with lifelong members, I I consider myself a lifelong member. My my mom was uh, a member. I got baptized at eight, went inactive when I was a teenager, but I'm still a lifelong member. But going on my mission, I'm like, I what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> I got out onto the field, and there's all this new information. Mm-hmm. Every day I'm reading, and it's like, wow, this is 
this is cool. Yeah. When it becomes your life 24-7, you really learn so much. Yeah. Did you ever have a moment of like that that you felt that you plateaued in the knowledge and learning so fast? Um, yeah, probably towards the end of my mission, I kind of felt like, okay. And then when I would have those thoughts is when I would read something in the scriptures and something would click that hadn't before. And it all kind kind of came full circle. And I felt like I was progressing more and more. So I had a couple moments in my mission where I felt like I was kind of plateauing, but it always turned around really quick. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that happens to a lot of people too. Mm-hmm. Well, I I asked because that happened to me about nine months in. Okay. Where I thought, well, I'm not really learning a whole lot anymore. Yeah. Um, I think you you just teach it so much. Mm-hmm. And you just teach the basics so, so frequently that it's just like, eh. Yeah. But what 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 kind of stuff did you do then? You read your scriptures and read a lot of conference talks. Oh, yes. So I really loved conference talks because it felt I always had a hard time like understanding the scriptures, and so right. reading conference talks all made it kind of more real to me. That makes so much sense. Yeah, that is so simple yet it makes sense. That's how I do it now, <laughs> still. So. <laughs> Well, yeah, because because there are modern day prophets, mm-hmm. and the scriptures are, are ancient prophets, which have a different language. Yes, exactly. To understand, but that makes yeah, that totally makes sense. That's so profound. I don't even know why I didn't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm so grateful for conference talks. We would take our our enzymes. Yep. But we would cut up the pictures. Oh, my gosh. And yeah. put them on our planners. There you go. Yeah, I did that, too. I still have all my planners, and I yeah. look. I haven't looked through them in a while, but it's always so interesting to go back and look at mission things, and random memories will pop yeah. up. Like, I remember that person. Yeah. That's what you should have done. You should have brought them all here. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I actually had a cool experience today. I went to a random singles ward with some friends, and I turned around and saw a familiar face. It was someone... So it was a youth from the last ward that I served in. He got his mission call to come here. So I turned around. I've seen him a couple times since he's been here, but I just wasn't expecting it at all. And I've thought a lot about my mission this week. And I turned around and saw that face. And I was like, whoa, Elder Schlosser, like, so cool. Like, it was really cool. Just, I felt like it was the Lord reminding me, like, I'm mindful of you. I know this has been on your mind all week and... It felt like catching up with him was just, I was able to have that little piece of my mission with me and it was a good reminder. That's cool. Yeah. Sheesh. You're just having all these cool experiences. I'm really grateful <laughs> for them. I really am. That's awesome. Well, hopefully you can you can have this as a reminder as well. Yes. I'm really excited about this. Do you know Sister Burke? I do not. Uh, she's an institute teacher. Okay. And she, she, did, it, she did this episode or episode 24 um a few weeks ago and she she messaged me and she's like can i put this on my uh like family history stuff i'm like i don't know (laughs) because she wants to put as much information about herself for her children and for her that's an excellent idea so it's like that's weird yeah (laughs) i mean not weird but you know but that something you've come up with can yeah be such a which reminds me that i probably have to send it to her (laughs) There you go. There's a reminder. I told her I'd have to. I'd send her a a thumb drive and a <clears throat> what do you call it or a file gotcha. through email. 
So by the time I post this, I should have done that already. <laughs> <laughs> but that's such a great idea. I love that she came up with that. Yeah. She's a smart woman. She's awesome. Yeah. Um, do you take Institute? I do. So I actually, another <laughs> cool story. I went, a friend of mine invited me to go to an Institute class a couple weeks ago. So I went and the last name was Weed. And that was one of my mission president's last name. And I was like, okay, yeah, that too. <laughs> that kind of weed? <laughs> no, not that kind of weed. Um, <laughs> but I asked her, I was like, this is like a long shot, but are you by any chance related to randall weed and she was like that's my brother-in-law and i was like no way how cool that she's in boise it was just fantastic and that's she's nuts. great so i take a class from her and then brother Debel as well Debel's awesome he's fantastic i love him <laughs> yeah i had D brother Debel as my first teacher when i came up here to boise I was like, man, he's he's a cool dude. Right? He's the happiest. Like, <laughs> yeah. just seeing him makes my day so much better. Yeah. Those institute teachers are awesome. They really are. Um, I had a lot of institute teachers in, in Utah, and mm -hmm. they were really good teachers, but they had different, they had a different feel to them. And when I moved up here, I'm like, man, these guys, like, really love seeing these new new kids, and they, like, they love teaching the gospel. The energy is incredible. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, man, you got you are rubbing off on me. Yep, <laughs> I love it so much. Like when I, like Sister Burke, for example, she's very genuine. Okay. And she's she's so happy when she sees somebody. And I'm, at first, I was like, hmm. Are you just like putting on a face? Yeah. But then, I, like I've I've known her for almost two years now, and it's like, no, that's that's how she is. She'll see you and she'll be, Hi, like welcome to Institute. We're so happy you're here. And it's like she's for real like that she feels that i'm like man you you can't get more christ-like than that <laughs> i'm gonna have to check out a class of hers yeah she's awesome i'm taking the uh principles of, no foundations of the restoration okay cool so pretty much the same stuff we taught on the mission yep. <laughs> but it's good she she's really smart and she she's very knowledgeable about the gospel so i ask her a bunch of questions even even as a return missionary. Yep. I feel like there's always so many questions that pop up. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Um how did you handle those kinds of questions where you didn't know the answer to? I would look at my companion. <laughs> <laughs> that or I would I think there were a lot of times on my mission where I would just own up to it and be like, honestly I don't know, but I'd love to study it and come back to you with that answer. And then just show them that I'm excited to learn about it too. Cause okay. that, that happened a lot to me. I would, they'd ask something. I'd be like, that's a really good question. I have no idea. That's cool. Yeah. That makes sense because a lot of people say, well, I don't know, or not, they don't even say, I don't know. They, they'll try to come up with an answer. Yeah. I never, that doesn't yeah. make any sense. It's like, uh, you're getting ahead of yourself there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's good to admit. Yeah. That you don't know something. Sheesh. Yeah. That's cool though because you have a you had a different perspective already mm -hmm. because there's a lot of things that you didn't learn or that you didn't know from the missionaries mm -hmm. um just because you were so fresh to to the religion and to the doctrine so for them to ask you something you it's as if you were the convert as well still mm -hmm. learning with them yeah I was really grateful to be able to learn with people on my mission I know that that really helped me a ton help because studying on my own was always a little difficult for me I always got distracted really easily but if someone had a question and I was studying for them oh. that really changed it for me 
Mm-hmm. That's something that they try to ingrain in our in our heads mm-hmm. is study for someone. Yeah. Don't study for yourself. Exactly. That that was difficult for me. Yeah. Because like I just want to read the Book of Mormon mm-hmm. again and again and again. Gotcha. But it's like I don't I don't really know how to study for someone <laughs> is what I struggled with. Yeah. But eh, it happened. Yeah, it <laughs> happened. But um, do you guys have any problems with your vehicles anytime? Well, <laughs> and I, I'm throwing out a bunch of random questions because they just no, come up. You're so good. <laughs> At the end of my mission, I was super excited because we got a RAV4. Ooh. And this is dorky, but that is my dream car. I've okay. always wanted one. And I was able to like talk the vehicle coordinator into letting our area have one. <laughs> Did you even need it? We for sure didn't. <laughs> oh, gosh. But I was like, listen. <laughs> um so we got it and then we actually we got rear-ended on the freeway and the car got totaled are you serious the car your truck yeah our car yeah the rav4 got totaled um so i felt really guilty about that and then so for the last two weeks of my mission we drove around this older mission vehicle that had belonged to elders in the past so it was a little stinky and messy (laughs) um yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's so gross it was gross (laughs) man yeah some of the elders do not take care of their vehicles i'm like come on guys it's so sad man you total you total the the car yeah believe me i felt so guilty so so guilty Did you guys get hurt no we were okay okay luckily and actually we had a miracle happen one of the so we got hit and then the car in front of us hit the car in front of them and that last car that got hit, he actually had met with missionaries before. So when he saw us, he was like, sisters, how are you? And we're like, okay, it's either member or old investigator. And we just tried to feel it out. Turns out they had lost contact with him. And he actually was in our area, the what? one we were serving in at the time. And so I actually don't know if the sisters ever contacted him or not, because I had left shortly after. But it was really, really cool. That's nuts yeah. you are having some crazy experiences yeah <laughs> i've been really blessed to have what a are the chances of that right it was so cool sheesh mm-hmm. everything's just lining up perfectly yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was really awesome that's nuts um <clears throat> sorry wow that's uh that's quite like i don't even know how to explain it because that like there's no chance that that would happen right it, especially there where not many people know who the missionaries are right. or what church we're from it was crazy to have someone run up and say hi sisters how are you mm-hmm. so awesome sheesh <laughs> yeah <laughs> well how did you guys deal with uh or i guess you personally how did you deal with like the bible belt it's the scene yeah um oh it was a little rough at times because people would try to like cut down what we believed yeah. and I never wanted to do that with someone else. And so I always really tried to respectfully just tell them like my go-to was always, I know God loves you. He loves all of us. And I really don't want to, we don't want to argue with you and drive away the spirit. So if you have any questions that you want to ask us, you totally can, but we, we just don't want to argue because I think a lot of times the natural man in us wants to just oh, yeah. jump and be like, no, that's not, what are you talking about? No, that's crazy. Yes. <laughs> so I would just try to go back to, we're all loved. He loves us all. And just 
tried my best to leave it at that. That's very responsible. <laughs> I appreciate that. It was hard sometimes. Yeah, I I had a hard time doing that too. Yeah. It was like, all right, you want to you want to talk Bible? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that was my problem. That's cuz like to a point it's almost fun to to talk to people to argue about religion. Yeah. But I, it t- completely drives away the spirit. Uh-huh. <laughs> I actually had a moment like that this morning. I a guy on a dating app messaged me and he was like, aren't you Mormon? And I was like, yeah, I am. And he's like, so why do you have it listed that you're Christian? You're not a Christian. And I said, no, Mormons are Christians. And he was like, no, you're not. You can't walk around saying that. And I just so badly wanted to argue with him. But I was like, why are you even bringing this? Like, I feel like people just want to argue so often. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not doing this. Yeah. It's weird. It was so weird. And, and I've seen that. I've seen that people argue that specific thing Mm -hmm. but it doesn't make any sense it really doesn't because to be christian is to believe in christ and it says it in the name our name is the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints Mm -hmm. i'm like i don't know how (laughs) else to like be more straightforward i have no idea yeah this girl in uh my first area asked us that she 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 was a member her family was a member but she said that some of her friends were asking them like oh that she asked, she asked them if uh, why don't they wear crosses oh. if they believe in Christ mm-hmm. and she's like I didn't know how to answer that I was like well and we were trying to like explain it to her and I'm like shoot and <laughs> I was out for like a month oh my so gosh so I was like okay let's let's try to let's try to think of something and I was I really like analogies mm-hmm. and so I was like all right let's 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 think of what she likes and so she was a singer okay and I said okay well imagine that you're with your band you know you got your drummers you got your bass you got your your guitarist your lead and you're singing Mm -hmm. it's like they all have instruments you have your microphone but that's not necessarily considered an instrument yeah it's like would would you consider yourself to be a musician because you don't have an instrument Hmm. and she's like yeah because you sing right but just because you don't have a physical instrument with you like the cross okay. doesn't mean that you don't believe in Christ or that you're not a musician. So like, that makes sense. There you go. And so ever since I was like, I'm going to start, I'm, I need to teach with analogies. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's awesome. This is the best way to, 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 to teach. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I would agree. Yeah. Cause it really makes sense to people when you put it into that type of perspective. The hardest part is finding something to relate to them. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. y- you can use the same analogy and it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Like, okay. But um, <clears throat> I was talking to another sister from a past episode about some of the methods that we use to teach. Mm-hmm. Um, and I learned a few methods from, from missionaries who were in my area when I was preparing to go on a mission. Yeah. But there's like like object lessons. Mm-hmm. I you, loved object lessons. Do you remember lessons. any of those? I don't remember them now that you're asking, <laughs> but we um, used a lot of those on my mission. Was a, there was one. <laughs> I never did it. I actually never saw it on my mission, but they they would put their fingers like this and they would crush them with a can, oh. like a soup can, but it doesn't hurt. Really? So, yeah. So they put their fingers right here on the edge of the table uh-huh. and they just smash it. But for some reason, it just doesn't hurt. Interesting. Now so, I want to try it. Uh-oh. <laughs> if it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway um but it was supposed to be like 
for faith or something. Okay. <clears throat> but we did a lot of a lot of different ob- object lessons. Did you ever do the cups, the three cups and the knives? Mm-mm. Uh, shoot, now I can't remember what we did. There was one we did with, well, I don't even think we did it. I just heard of missionaries doing a tea bag one. Yeah. But I don't remember what that one was about either. Uh, Something about faith as well. Yeah, probably. Because they like they light it on fire. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember how they do it, but they hold it in their hand or something. Yeah. And as soon as it's going to, is, as soon as it's going to touch them, it burns up and it doesn't burn them. I don't remember how they do it, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. We come up with some weird stuff. For sure. When that's what, <laughs> yeah, all the time on our hands, that really leads to some interesting things, but it works. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you get asked a lot about uh, Boise when you were over there? Not a ton, really. Nobody no. really cared? They were like, oh, it's near Utah, right? I'm like, yeah, it's <laughs> near Utah. <laughs> that's it? <laughs> really? Yeah. The, oh, they would ask about potatoes. Oh, They were like, did you grow up on a potato farm? And I'm like, for sure not. I've never seen one <laughs> in my life. And they're like, how? And I'm like, I don't. I just haven't. Yeah, because <laughs> the visual representation of Idaho is that the whole state is just covered in potatoes. Yeah. That's I'm like crazy. <laughs> there were n- Nope. <laughs> but that's that's all in the, on the east side of, mm-hmm. of Idaho, isn't it? Yeah. For the most, I think so. Most still ha- still haven't seen one so i have no idea because <laughs> well, you haven't been to rexburg <laughs> exactly <laughs> i've been there once and it was for a day and i hated it <laughs> too cold i didn't hate it that's mean but it was just not nope Mm-mm. you didn't like it no you wouldn't live there no you wouldn't go to school there no <laughs> all knows <laughs> do you like living here i do i love it here you want to move to uh virginia I also would love to move back. Really? If I could, I really would love to live in either Virginia Beach area or in North Carolina. That's some, that's some, some moolah. I know. One time we, well, when I got home from my mission, I looked up how much the apartments we lived in were. And I was like, what? Like, that's, in, it was insane. Definitely uh, some how money. How much was it? It was like thirteen hundred a month. Oh, that's not too bad. Oh, what I okay, but in my perspective, it was because I knew rent at home was like eight hundred. So I was uh, in okay. our apartment, oh, like back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here that's that's pretty good. Yeah, people were looking at like fourteen, fifteen hundred for like two two uh, bedrooms. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we definitely got lucky in the apartments we were living in. I also think my vision of money was skewed on my mission because yes. I mean, you're not working and you just. It's just all so different. Yeah. So. How how much were you guys getting in MSF? One forty five. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's the elders got like, I think one thirty. Yeah, something like that, <laughs> and they would always get mad. But well, because the sisters need more supplies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what we always came back with, and then they wouldn't say anything yeah. else, and we're like, exactly. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, we got one twenty five. Okay. In Vegas. Yeah. Which is not that much. I mm-hmm. look back now and I'm like, how the how? heck? Exactly. How? Well, I guess because we, we get our dinners looked after. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my favorite part. Was I love dinners. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, so I gained a lot of weight. Really? Yeah. yeah. I ate way too much. It's hard not to though. It's just so good. Because mm-hmm. people, 
people treat the missionaries like royalty. Yeah. And they make their best meals and they make so much of it. So just, much dessert too. Yeah, that's I true. I ate so much chocolate cake. It was great. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> I always tell people um, that I never had the American dinners because I grew up in a Hispanic home. Oh, yeah. And so like meatloaf and chicken corn on blue and mashed potatoes and steak mm-hmm. that's all american style dinners i never had that stuff so when i go out and it was like it was like a new culture oh i love that for you that <laughs> must have been so fun well, yeah because i had i had chicken corn on blue and i had a uh, peach cobbler with ice cream when i was oh, younger mm-hmm. once really and i never had it again until my mission and i was like oh my gosh you're like heck yeah amazing. this is the stuff because <laughs> it's weird because it's 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 basic uh cooking Basic, mm-hmm. basic meals, but they're so good because I, I was, I never had them. Yeah, that makes sense. Totally. And, but then I got sick of steak and potato, meat and potatoes, meat and yep. potatoes. Meat All and the potatoes. time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or spaghetti and, and pizza. Oh, I love spaghetti and pizza. I really not didn't together. have it. I didn't have it much. On, <laughs> <laughs> not together. I didn't have those much on my mission. We had a lot of fried food. Ooh. Yes. That sounds delicious. It was beautiful. What'd you guys have? One time I had fried fish, Whoa. but it was the entire fish. Oh. Like she just tossed a fish in there and it Eyeballs was, and all, huh? It was so gross. What? Yeah, it was gross. How? Why? I don't. It just... Do you like fish? I'm not a huge seafood oh, fan. Okay. No. And something about having the bones all in there still just wasn't my fave. That's too bad. Yeah. That's how we eat it. Really? Yeah. Did you ever hear about the seafood diet? Yeah, I'm on it. seafood and eat it absolutely no i i love fish uh i was born uh like south of the gulf okay Uh, so for the first few years of my life we always ate that nice um and then my mom since she was from there she would always cook a shrimp fish whatever Mm -hmm. uh my biggest fear was that it would stink up the house oh yeah you just gotta do it right Mm -hmm. you just gotta be careful with it you can't be just throwing it everywhere yeah um, what else do you guys have? Collard greens. I don't even know what that is. I don't know how to explain it, but <laughs> they were gross. I didn't like them. <laughs> you guys have grits down there? Yep. I never ate them. I still have never had them. I had them once. Were they good? <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're okay. They're okay. Yeah. Uh, my wife and I went to Louisiana a few years ago mm-hmm. just to visit. And I asked this lady, we went to a restaurant. And it said grits, you know, I yeah. told her, hey, so this is going to sound very strange um, and probably kind of offensive, but I've never had grits. <laughs> You've never had grits? Oh, my gosh. And like, yeah, that's what I thought. And so she gave me a little bowl mm-hmm. to try. And I was like, it's, it's not bad. It is literally gritty to eat. Ooh, so like, I don't know that I'd like that. It's like it's almost like thick sand. Wow. The way you're describing it makes it sound. Oof. I mean, it doesn't taste like sand. <laughs> it's like. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's like hot cereal almost. Interesting. Like uh, like oatmeal, but gritty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'll be trying that. <laughs> it's never sounded really good to me. No, it, it's it's not. I, I wouldn't mind eating it again. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be my first choice, but mm-hmm. it wasn't terrible. Gotcha. We had, we had one meal where it wasn't terrible. It was just very awkward because they gave us some meat. But it was so tough, like our steak knives wouldn't cut through it. Oh. And so it was like, it had like lines through it. 
and so you'd have to turn the meat and cut with the grooves of the line Ew. in order to cut it. And it's just like, I, I was like pushing down on it, trying to cut it. And I'm, like, I'm going to break this plate before I cut this. It was that yeah, bad? Yeah. I have a thing about <clears throat> undercooked meat. And one time on my oh. mission, we had a steak that was very, very rare. And mm. I took a couple bites. And then <laughs> this is so terrible. And people loved when threw I threw it up. Huh? Uh, no, I hit wrapped it up in a napkin and put it in my purse Ugh. i was not about because it was about like oops it was like this thick nice and just re- it looked like he had just seared the outsides yep. and that's what they do no sounds delicious so i don't but also <laughs> the super well done doesn't sound fantastic either so you just don't like steak <laughs> no i love steak i just like it i like medium well you like a little pink Mm-hmm. tiny bit just one side yeah yeah some people just like one match on each side Whew. and the cow's still mooing nope like <laughs> if it's still kicking i don't want it yeah yeah i don't mind it uh the the blood kind of freaks me out mm-hmm. but aside yeah. from that i don't mind red <laughs> yeah yeah Ugh. uh we didn't have anything crazy we had balut oh ooh. you know how Balut-y. was that yeah that, was, that wasn't bad the hardest thing is to get past the mindset of that it's a, a duck embryo yeah. and then you're eating a duck. Oh. That's the hardest part. But uh, aside from that, it tastes like an egg. Does it have a beak at that point? It depends on how far it's developed. Oh. Because uh, they, they got a lot. So they would invite all the missionaries in the area to go. This this one family would mm-hmm. invite them and they'd have these eggs on these little stands. They had it all set up. So some of them had feathers, some of them had beaks. Mm-hmm. Mine was, I don't even remember. <laughs> oh, man. Whew. Yeah. That was it. That was as crazy as we got. We just had a lot of good food. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm assuming that you guys did too, though. Mm-hmm. Such good food. I had bear one time, bear stew. It was fantastic. Hmm. Yeah. I'd have to try it. Yeah. I've never tried bear. So, so good. <laughs> what else do you guys have? Um, I had oysters one time. That was disgusting. What? Uh, uh, so texture so thing. Nope. So good. Other than that, nothing crazy. Just what? What's the typical meal over there? A lot of chicken. I had a lot of chicken. Yeah, like chicken and I don't even know. Like, like chicken and rice. A lot of that. Okay. I don't know if that was like fried chicken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or just grilled. Both. Probably equal. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, we had a lot of freaking pizza. Really? So much pizza. Yeah, we had like none. It's crazy. That's good. I yeah. like pizza though. <laughs> well, we did too, but... <laughs> Not all the time. We My first transfer there, we had pizza three nights in one week. Mm-hmm. Because the members kept forgetting or they didn't have time to cook or okay. whatever. And yeah. Like, no, let's just get you a pizza. It's like, okay... <laughs> At yeah. least it's food. I felt like I ate a lot, so much chicken. I didn't, some of my, like my mission friends, they'll talk about the meals they had. And I'm like, why did I never experience that? I felt like I just got kind of some boring food sometimes. It's okay. It makes yeah. up for in other stuff. Totally. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's, that's a bit, that was a big part for me. It was just the food. Mm-hmm. I'm the big foodie. Yeah. So it's like, oh uh, yes. Yep. I feel that. It's always exciting. Mm-hmm. I had meatloaf for the first time there. How'd you feel about it? I liked it. I love meatloaf. And then I was like, what is this red sauce on it? 
And she's like, it's just ketchup. I'm like, what? No, no way. way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, like, so is it like fancy ketchup <laughs> or just like straight from the bottle? <laughs> she's like, yeah, just, I was like, how do you put it on? She's like, yeah, just, and I just spread it out. I'm like, that's so lame. <laughs> but oh, yeah, I, I learned a lot. I learned a lot about the American culture when I went on my mission. There you go. That's awesome. So weird. Yeah. Because it's weird because I, I live in it. But yeah, I don't know about it. Yeah. That makes sense. No, it totally does. That's cool. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Something. That's fun. Um, well, how was your how was your experience returning home? It was a little rough. Really? Yeah. I You didn't want to leave. Yeah, oh my gosh. I actually when I got to the airport before I went and greeted my family, I hid in the bathroom for like ten minutes and I was just like Am I really here? I don't want to be here. I want to go back. Why am I here? So I really, really had wanted to stay. I think my mom being taught by the missionaries as soon as I got home really helped me because I was still able to have like the missionary spirit Mm -hmm. in my home quite often because the missionaries have such a like, yeah, such a special spirit about them. Um, So that really helped me a lot. And then after that, I think it kind of got rough because when my mom decided not to get baptized, the gospel kind of became a more negative topic mm. within our home. I think that took a lot bigger of a toll on me than I should have let happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, I yeah, I honestly really struggled coming home. That's rough. Yeah. Well, how are you doing now? I'm good. Great. I've really, right now I'm better than I have been in a long time. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Where are you staying at? You said by... Over by the mall. The mall. Mm-hmm. That's not too far. Yeah. Okay. Because we, we do a bunch of stuff together too. But we're weird because we're married. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. But hey, if you ever want to do something, hang out or anything, just give me a text. Dude, for sure. Sounds good. If you're ever struggling, I appreciate that. Over. Thank you. <laughs> I really do appreciate I, that. I I love talking to people and I love obviously yeah um, i love getting to know people and uh and knowing about their missions and this is this was, this was really quick this is just kind of scraping the surface because mm-hmm. there's so many stories and there's so much things that go on in a mission that most people don't hear about yeah so that's what we want to want to bring out but yeah well thank you for coming thank you and for having me thank you so much for sharing all this stuff and some of these stories some of your coincidences it's crazy man fantastic awesome yeah that's the kind of stuff that i like to hear Mm -hmm. but yeah thank you again and i hope to maybe have you on again awesome thank you so much for your time yeah thank you everybody for listening thank you everyone for listening to the show and thank you for all those who have signed up to be on the podcast using the sign up genius page return missionaries please sign up to be on the show And if you know someone that has served a mission, let them know about the podcast and please have them sign up. I would love to talk to any and all return missionaries. It doesn't matter where they served. I I believe that every missionary has a wonderful story to share. But thanks again, everybody.